ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The federal government faces serious challenges to its integrity reform agenda, with legal advocates warning a planned new administrative tribunal faces serious risks of political uh, um, stacking, just as its predecessor did. Now, the government announced two years ago it would abolish the AAT on the grounds it had been compromised by the appointment of scores of former Liberal MPs and their political allies. Now, integrity advocates warned the new body, which is also designed to review government decisions, lacks the checks and balances to protect it from the same politicisation. One of those who has spoken loudest against the new tribunal is Geoffrey Watson from the Centre for Public Integrity. He joins us now. Thanks so much for your time, Geoffrey. Hi, Patricia. Just remind us exactly what was the AAT and why was it abolished? AAT is an incredibly important uh, body. It stands between executive decisions made by the government and the citizens. RoboDebt is a very good example of where it was trying to do the right thing, but was neutered by poor legislative tools. It's a very important body and we need it. Now, that's what it used to do. Mm. The new body is replacing that old AAT. Okay, so there's going to be a new body. What's wrong with the way they've done this? Well, the, the actually, the rationale for the abolition of the AAT was because it had been politically stacked, as you've observed, and that was true. There's no doubt about that. The coalition just stacked it with friends. Now, it needed to be pulled down and rebuilt, but it needed to be rebuilt in a way which would protect us from a future stacking. And it hasn't, in your view. What needs to change to ensure that it, that it is actually constructed in that way? Well, the, as I say, the rationale was the stacking. So you would think that the new body would prevent that What we had proposed, not just the Centre for Public Integrity, but other integrity campaigners, what we had proposed that there be an independent assessment panel who would give to the minister the ranked group of names. And if the minister was going to depart from that, he or she would have to give reasons. That's what we want. Under the current system, there's a discretion. The minister may appoint an assessment panel and may or may not follow what they recommend. That just leaves it open. I don't say this about Mr Dreyfus, I've got a lot of respect for him, but it leaves it open for an unscrupulous minister just to do what had been done before, that is appoint friends, mates, people to whom favours are owed. I mean, on the previous AAT, there'd been people who'd been big party donors appointed. Without the measures that you talk about, what risk is there really that the legislation for this new tribunal um, will will pose these problems? Are you saying that it really just depends ultimately on the political master in charge? Oh, yes, that's right. We may not always have Mr Dreyfus in charge if we get an unscrupulous minister with their fingers on this decision-making power. The same thing will happen again, and I'm afraid, Patricia, that experience has shown us that it's susceptible to this kind of abuse. So we need to protect against it. And by the way, this can be done. It's still only a bill. It's still to be debated. And what we've recommended is, oh, I've I've already explained it to you, the independent assessment panel. And then the minister would have to explain why there was a departure from it. That's not asking for much. 
So how does this particular issue threaten the government's broader integrity reforms? It really was elected on many platforms, but certainly integrity was a key part of its its agenda. Does this threaten that story? Oh, it does, actually. I mean, again, you would say, well, why should we have confidence in your dedication to integrity issues if you're going to fall short this fast on this important point? So it's just destructive of the confidence in, in the government on this particular issue. But it can be rebuilt. It's got to be debated and they can introduce a very simple remedy. What sort of response are you getting from the Minister on this? Uh, little. <laughs> I think we had our first return contact from the Attorney General's office last Thursday afternoon at about 5pm. Now, uh, the point is, we're happy to talk and we're not hostile. And what we're doing is trying to put in place something that will protect all Australians against an abuse for years to come. So if you're uh, listening in, we're happy to talk. Look, they do listen in, so um, that, that message may be, may be heard loud and clear. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, it's what, really my pleasure. Thank you. That's uh, Geoffrey Watson from the Centre for Public Integrity raising concerns around the construction of this new body and uh, uh, checks and balances around protecting it from that kind of political interference, particularly potentially in the future. You're listening to RM Breakfast. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.